Welcome to the Intimate Inspirations Podcast. I am Michelle Blumentritt, and I cannot wait to share with women, no matter what your phase of life, a longtime passion of mine to help you find your beautiful. Hi there. Welcome to Intimate Inspirations Podcast and my first ever episode. I am so happy to have you guys here with me today. And I'm also just going to start this by saying this podcast thing is definitely not for the faint of heart. Guys, this has been quite a challenge and I am here to tell you that I have pushed through and um, gotten to where I'm at, which is being able to get out at least my first episode, but I'm going to tell you it has not been easy, and most of it has been because of the technological side of things. I am definitely not a tech-savvy person. I mean, I can get by when I need to. But I did not expect some of the the challenges that I was going to be facing. And I figured between Google and I, we would be able to figure it out. And since I do not have a podcast producer, and it has literally been me, myself, and I, this has been a little bit challenging. But I have to say and give a shout out to my 19-year-old, sorry, my 22-year-old son, who is uh, works full time and is usually really busy, but I have grabbed him many times to pull him into my podcast room and ask him some technological questions, and um, and he's been amazing at that. And between him and my 19 year old daughter, who helped me set up my entire room for podcasting, this would not have been possible. So huge kudos to both of them um, because like I said I did not expect that I am being just absolutely transparent in saying that it's been um, it's been really uh, quite uh, challenging getting to this point but I'm excited to be here and I'm super excited to have you here with me so thanks so much for joining me today I am going to start today talking about self-care and the reason that I chose to start with the topic of self-care is because I really feel like it is the foundation that is laid for a lot of other things that are in our life and although it's the one thing we often neglect and that gets put on the back burner, especially for us as women, it is one of the most important things. And I'm going to say this, and I want you to hear this. It's not just important. Self-care is necessary. And I'm going to delve into that a little further and explain why it's necessary. But guys, We need self-care in our lives, us as women. And so I went into what is self-care, right? I wanted to give some background on self-care 
And I know those of you who are maybe in a different season of life right now where your children are young, you might have babies or toddlers at home, and you're thinking, exactly, what is self-care? I don't know what self-care looks like. I haven't had time to take care of myself since my baby was born or since I very first got married and I've been working full-time. I get it. I totally get it. And I want you to hear me say before I go any further and I lose you, I want you to hear me say, I've been there. I am a mom of three. I, my children now are pretty much grown. My youngest is 16, but I've been there and I have been through the seasons of life with my my young children. I've been through being a, a newlywed and working full time and then getting married and having a baby and having two babies and a toddler and a baby and then I have been through the phases where my two girls were in sports full time and playing, um, you know, club volleyball and we were traveling and my husband and I were dividing and conquering just to be able to manage the two of them and their schedules. And so I've been there. And so I want you to hear me say that I am not here to talk to you in any of these topics because I'm by any means an expert on any of these things, but simply because there are things that I have found in my life to be what's important. And some of the things that I will talk to you about are things that I have done well in my life and I would love to share those things with you in hopes that it will be something you can apply and do in your own life in in a way that works for you and some of the things are what I have I wouldn't say failed at but perhaps the things I wish I would have maybe done a little differently And I'm hoping you can also learn from that and have some takeaways in your own life um, to learn from those things. And so going a little further and um, talking about self-care, I did look up self-care. And of course, this wasn't uh, a definition per se, but it was something that I found that I really liked about what self-care is. And it said that self-care is doing the things that make you happy and calm you. And I just love that because what woman doesn't want that to be doing things that make you happy and calm you. And of course, just like I said, this is Oftentimes, this might be easier in, in some phases or seasons of your life than others, but it doesn't mean it's any less important or any less necessary for us to do. There's four different types of self-care, and I felt that if I can break those four different types of self-care out into four different series um, for you guys so we can delve in a little bit deeper with each one and give 
just some examples of how to have better well-being and mental health by applying some of the things that we talk about, then I felt like it was important to be able to kind of go through those one at a time. And so there are four different types um, of self-care are physical, spiritual, emotional, and mental. And I'm going to be talking today a little bit more about the mental and I combined mental with social just because when I was researching, I found social to be another aspect of self-care that I think is a very important one that was mentioned. And I kind of felt like it does go hand in hand um, with mental health and it's just as important. And in fact, all four of these are equally important and how we apply them in our lives and the role that they play um, is really up to us. And so I wanted to share a story with you that I honestly have not thought about since it happened. Um, but once I started going through and researching and thinking about self-care, it came to mind and I felt like it was relevant and uh, just a great analogy. So last summer, we had purchased, my husband and I had purchased an electric car. And we had gotten, in July, we had gotten a Airbnb home for a month. And we were taking the electric car back and forth from Arizona to California to stay in this home. And The second trip that we took over there was with just my two daughters, myself, and then my youngest daughter's best friend. And Saturday evening, we decided that we would pack everything up. We were supposed to leave on Sunday morning. This was to come back home from California. So on Saturday, we were packing everything up to leave the Airbnb And we got everything done and pretty much well packed by seven o'clock at night. And all of the girls felt like it would be a great idea to leave that night instead of waiting until the next morning at, you know, early in the morning. And I was game. I thought, all right, you know, I'll live a little. Why not? So I called my husband and asked him how his thoughts, his feelings were on leaving and um, what the electric stations the charging stations would look like in the middle of the night and he said they're all very well lit he felt like it would be just fine so by nine o'clock we had the car loaded we were on our way and we stopped at the first charging station and everything was fine we charged and so the way that these electric cars work if you haven't ever driven one or been in one but when you take a trip like this you put in the destination the end destination that you want to go And it basically lays out where the charging stations are for you and where you need to stop in order to make your final destination. So we did that and we were heading on now to our second destination for the charging station. And we got there and it was pretty 
well lit, but it was, there was no one there. It was pretty desolate. And we pulled in and we all happened to notice this vehicle that was off in the distance with its lights on. And my oldest daughter who was driving said, okay, if that car moves, I mean, we're literally, we're unplugging the car and we're, we're leaving. We're out of here. I'm uh, fair enough. I, I, that was fine. So sure enough, we charge the car five minutes later, that car starts to move. And my oldest daughter jumps out of the car, unplugs us and tries to put the car in drive. And of course, when she does that, there's a big warning sign on the dash that says, you're not going to make your destination. You need to charge the rest of the way in order to get there. And she was freaking out. The car's yelling at me. What are we going to do? And I said, well, it knows where we need to go and we don't have enough charge to get there. And thankfully, the car left, got back on the freeway and it left the car with its headlights. And so we got back out, plugged our car back in and charged and we were on our way. But when I was doing the research and and thinking about this aspect of self-care, I thought about that situation and how the electric car needed to recharge to get to its final destination. And we as women are so much like that. We are so much like the electric car where we need to charge our batteries every so often because we get worn out. We get tired and life's challenges and just daily responsibilities and the chaos sometimes of life gets to us and it wears you down. And if you don't do something that you love, that you enjoy, that gives you that feeling that you used to once have when you were footloose and fancy free and there was not much responsibility in your life, you're going to be tired and you're going to not be a hundred percent for your family, for your workplace, for your husbands. And so when going back to when I said that self-care is not something that is just important, it's necessary. The reason it's necessary is because it is what helps us to recharge so that we are better. We are better women, we're better moms, we're better wives, better friends, employees, bosses, you fill in the blank. When you take the time to recharge your batteries, whatever that looks like, and for, for every woman that's different, right? It's not the same for everyone, but Taking the time out of your busyness and your craziness to feel more like you is something we all need. So what does that look like for you when it comes to mental health? And that is what I'm going to talk about for a little bit today is 
how we can be mentally healthy and what that looks like. And that's really going to be something that you are going to have to think about on your own and do a little soul searching. Some of you may know just listening to this today exactly what that one thing is that you want to apply in your life that you want to make um, more of a priority something that you do more regularly that you know that you love and some of you may have to think about that a little bit what that looks like for you and so i'm going to give you just a few examples of what mental health looks like and what it is and um, maybe that'll come to you and by the end of this podcast you will have a little bit of a better idea of how you will be able to apply that even this week in your life so having a healthy um, mental health is really being when you're doing the the things that are good for your mental health you're managing stress better in your life it gives you more energy and it just makes you feel better in general because there's just a lot of things that come into our lives that keep us busy keep us distracted and um, as we know life gets in the way of some of the things that are important or that we might really enjoy and it always is the one thing that gets put on the back burner and gets neglected. And so some of the things uh, that will improve your mental health, these are some examples of some things you can do. And um, obviously these are just a few things. There's so many different pieces of this that you can apply, but um, reading a book, writing in a journal, taking maybe a class on something that you've always wanted to learn how to do or even that you know how to do but you'd love to do it again like cooking or sewing or pottery class something that you do that makes you that brings you joy to make you feel more like you it fills your cup right it's those things that you can just kind of escape a little bit from life's busyness and all of our daily tasks and responsibilities and be able to just take the time for ourselves for something that we enjoy doing. So um, I know when a lot of you, once again, if you're in a season of life that taking a class maybe once a week for you might seem crazy or very um, impractical that you can't get away or whatever but thankfully in today's world we have a ton of resources where we can take classes online and not have to necessarily leave of course getting out of the house and being able to do that obviously would um give us that time away as well but if it's just not feasible set yourself a goal that's going to be attainable and if you hear um, anything today that's what I really want you to hear is that make sure that the goals that you set for yourself when it comes to these things are something that you can actually achieve you don't want to set yourself up for failure by 
having these lofty goals of taking a class that might take three or five hours out of your week and you end up not being able to do it or never able to go. So I just would, I would encourage you to make sure that whatever you do, it's something that is, that fits into your season of life. And if that is a three hour a week class, that's awesome. That's great. If that works for you and and you can do that right now, perfect. So those are, that's kind of one of the things that, um, those are a few of the examples that kind of might be something you can do if you're um, the type of person that really loves to sit in a quiet place and read a book by yourself, then find the time to do that. Take, um, take the time to even today to find a book and start reading tomorrow. Start, you know, one step at a time, just small half an hour increments where you can find a, a place that you can get away and do that because we need that. We need that ladies and it's important like I said it's necessary so that's a piece of what you can do to improve your mental health and then I combined social health with mental health to talk about as well because I feel like the two of them not only do they go they kind of intertwine with one another but I I just really, I love the social health aspect because I think it's important. And some people, even if you're listening to this and you are a very introverted person and you're thinking, I am not, I do not need the social self, you know, self-care aspect in my life. I, I disagree and I would challenge you, I would definitely challenge you because regardless of who you are, we all need social health. We all need people in our lives, whether it's a group of really great friends that we can talk to and be around or just one person that is close to us that we enjoy being with. And I can say personally, this is a big piece for me because I'm social. I am an extrovert and I, um, I love hanging out with my friends, but I think even when you're not that kind of a person, it still is healthy to take time to get away and do things with your girlfriends, whether it's something small that you can grab coffee or a happy hour or a brunch, whatever that might look like for you and what fits into your schedule where you can get away and have that time. And you know what? Sometimes when you're in a season of your life where your kids are young, you might even be doing that with your kids at times. And that's okay too. And I I know I've many times when my kids were little, um, I had girlfriends that were in that same season where their kids were the same or similar ages. And we were just finding time to do things to have a little bit of adult time even if it was do you have to run to target today i've got to run to target today perfect let's go together and it just gives you that little bit of sanity with somebody else that understands where you're at in life and can empathize kind of with some of the things you're going through i remember um i distinctively remember my best friend and i Um, We've been through 
pretty much every phase of life. We've been friends since we were 10 years old, but we had our first born together as far as timing goes. We were, I think our kids are, our first, both of our first boys are 11 weeks apart. And so we went through the whole pregnancy phase together. We went through all of the toddler phases and infants and all those things. So I remember both of us having our, both of our boys loved their pacifier and it was their life. I mean, we couldn't imagine having to take this pacifier off of them. And after they were a year old and two years old, and we're both connecting with one another and we're commiserating, thinking they're never going to grow out of it. They're going to go to kindergarten and first grade and second grade, and they're going to have this pacifier and it's never going to be, they're never going to be able to get rid of it. And I remember us really stressing about that. And it seems so crazy now to look back. It seems like such a trivial thing because of course they grew out of it. But then it was huge. It seemed really big to us and since we were both in that season of life and going through it together it was relevant right we both kind of just we got we got it we both understood each other and we both were worried about it and we we literally prayed about it together I mean it was it was a big deal so when you're when you're with people who are in that and and you'll find that when you a lot of times that's what happens right you first get married you get to know um, your friends that are maybe first are newlyweds as well and then they're there in your life for that season and sometimes that season grows into you know both of you having children and sometimes they don't end up um, having kids at the same time that you do and so that relationship or that friendship with them might change over time and then you develop new friendships with people who are in that same phase of life and that's typically because we as women just need to be around like-minded women who can encourage us and build us up and just help us in times that even when neither one of us know what the answers are to some of the things we're going through at the time we're able to understand what we're each going through and just be there and just listen and laugh and cry and all the things right that's what we need as women and that's what makes you really feel like more of who you want to be and when you take the time to do those things on a regular basis even if it's once a month or every other week or whatever that looks like those are the things that fill you up and they're necessary and so when I say that self-care isn't just important it's necessary that's what I'm talking about because as women we need both mental and social health and all of the types of self-care that we're going to kind of go through but I just really encourage each of you and hope that you have at least one takeaway today that you will be able to go away this week with something you can apply and take the step to do something that fills you up, whether that's getting a book, booking some sort of a social meeting with a friend, an appointment, 
or taking a class, doing some research on what types of classes you might enjoy, whatever that is, I am going to encourage you to do that because when we do those things, we become better for the people in our lives that we love, for our husbands, for our families, our children, our coworkers, whatever that might be. The people we do life with are better for it and we're better for it. And that's the bottom line. So I hope that you guys enjoyed listening and if you don't already follow me on my intimate inspirations instagram please do so and don't forget to download my podcast and let me know what you loved by writing a review i cannot wait to continue on with our self-care series and our next episode as we go through emotional self-care Thanks so much for joining me today and always remember you are beautiful.